0: Put the jackets on, wear the hats today. It is one of the coldest days we've had in a while. You've been warned as you head outside today. Russell and Medhurst, it's a Friday morning. Damian Lillard is in town. That's Dame. Oh, wait a minute. You were the one that didn't want to say Dame. I kept saying Dame time. No. But guess what?
1: So are your Washington Wizards. If we're going to be cool, we've got to refer to him as Dame, and Snoop is in the Pro Bowl games. (laughs) Snoop
0: Snoop had a a good time uh, last night. By the way, here's what happens when you air an event for the first time, and you have no idea how long it's going to go or whatever. Fans that were waiting to watch the top ten matchup between Maryland and Iowa women last night were – Going ballistic on Twitter, my girl Terps WBB on Twitter. This is insane. They, I think, I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think they missed this game. Was supposed to be on ESPN two last night, and this is where all the um, Pro Bowl stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, Geno Smith. I mean, how many times could you see the replay of Geno Smith hitting the drone? <laughs> Number five. Uh,
1: The the, the number five target. He hit it. Well, here's how interested I was in that. I didn't see that at all. I saw Terry McLaurin scooping a a thing. I don't know if it was a drone, a rocket. I I had no idea uh, if it was like, uh, you know, a a dodgeball uh, and scooping it and everybody going, oh my God, this guy's amazing because I was just happy to see it on the commander's Twitter feed.
0: This is a great way for guys to come together. Celebrate a good football season. So I have no problem with ESPN putting this type of thing together for the Pro Bowl. Or, you know, again, a way to honor guys who had an outstanding season. As long as players want to participate in it. Don't force them to come. If they want to participate in it, have a good time. And I think last night we saw guys that were basically having a good time. So I, I didn't necessarily mind it. The problem was this thing went so over the time limit. The start of that Maryland Iowa game ended up on ESPNU, and fans of both Iowa and Maryland's women were just over the top on Twitter. Well, listen. guess what? Guess what? Every time that happens, a men's game also yes gets shifted is- over to ESPNU. They didn't short shrift exactly. you. They didn't short you just because. You were women in this situation. This happens to men's games all the yes. time. I promise you. Yes.
1: I, I Listen, I didn't see that. I was uh, I, I was uh, bumping around. I, I was at the gym watching some of the Pro Bowl games and laughing at the absurdity of it without the audio from a distance. Uh, I didn't. And and then I was traveling home like during that period of time and making some dinner see,
0: in the past Westwood one would always broadcast to the pro bowl. Right. So um, well, they're not I, doing the pro bowl were, games. They were doing
1: the pro bowl games yeah, last not, night. Uh, wait, wait a second. Let's uh, go
0: to Ross Tucker. Who's over at the uh, barrel
1: jump. <laughs> how, how, how about Kevin Harlan, you know, who does such a great oh, job. Gino Smith just when, hit the number five target high in the air. When, Kurt Warner. How did he do it? When some loser runs on the field, right? And He does the epic play by play. How, How about Kevin Harlan doing, oh, and Jerry McLaurin does pin the tail on the donkey or whatever, (laughs) you know, whatever events they had. Boy, Kurt Warner, he sure outfoxed the defender right there. If people are upset about Maryland women and Iowa A, number one, like you said, it happens to the men all the time. So stop it. Just stop it. Number one. Number two. Number two. I, listen, I know it's annoying if you're recording the game or if you're it uh, is well, if you're not paying yeah. attention and you're like, oh wait a second, I've got ESPN on because they say Maryland and Iowa going to start at nine. You're not paying attention to your phone, your clock, whatever. I get how it could be annoying. Okay, sorry, it's just the world we live in. They try and plan this stuff. It's a I, it's a live event. It's a live event. Sometimes live events go longer than they're anticipated to. You know who's really good at curtailing the live events and nailing it? WWE and AEW. We, we had Tony Khan on earlier this week. WWE and AEW almost always nail the mark, okay, um, where – If if Monday Night Raw, three hours, boom, they are out at 11 o'clock. Now, it used to run long. AEW, Dynamite the other night, again, 8 to 10, that's what it's scheduled. They are out, and that's a live show. Now, of course it's scripted, but they don't script every step of the way, every single second of it. There is a lot that is unscripted, okay? Okay. In this particular case, and again, I didn't see the run over. I it was just during a. a I mean, it, a went bad, like,
0: I, I, it went like thirty minutes over. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. At, I, I one, mean, listen, that's a little absurd, I guess. But Somebody's, how do they know? But, but how do they know? Like you said, before. there's a first time precedent, right? right? It, so it always drives me crazy when in college basketball they schedule two hours on the on the um, uh, the game record. Yeah. You know, on the di- on the guide. And you know that it's college too, football. College or, oh, football. College they, football is a better example.
0: Three-hour window.
1: College football is a better and, example. And pretty much
0: any game that doesn't yes. involve Army, Navy, or Air Force goes like three hours and forty minutes. So college
1: football is the better example than college basketball because college basketball generally run about two fifteen, mm-hmm. you know, give or take. Especially the the big national games. You know, Duke, North Carolina, tomorrow night. You know, whatever time they've got it scheduled for, six, eight, nine, whatever time it is. You know, if it starts at eight, uh, and the, it, it'll run basically until about 10 15, 10, 20. And that's provided that overtime isn't a factor. Okay. Obviously, overtime throws things into the mix. But college football is a perfect example. Like you said, if you have even a blowout, right? Uh, if you had the national championship, which was as much of a blowout as you possibly can. If you schedule that bad boy from 8 to 11:15 even.
0: You might not get you it. You might
1: in. you're probably yep. not getting that game to its conclusion in that window. You have to kind of know that. Well, if you've never had a pro bowl games because the absurdity of it all. Right? where a bunch of dudes are hanging out in shorts and jerseys with Eli and Peyton in a darkened Vegas Raiders practice facility, I think in Henderson, Nevada, uh, which is where I used to live. Um, you know, you, you you just don't know. I'm sure next year they will be more cognizant, hey, listen, we can't jam. You know, a, a top women's college basketball or a top men's college basketball well, game, because and the same exact thing would have happened right. right on a Thursday night. There isn't a, generally a lot of big time basketball, but doesn't like Houston almost American, always play on Thursday um, nights.
0: You got sometimes uh, like last night, you had some Big Ten games, okay, stuff like that.
1: But Houston plays a lot on Thursdays. I, well, I, the Americans, I see, I seem sure. they, right? Yeah. So, so say you had Houston, the men's mm-hmm. scheduled for nine o'clock against. I don't know SMU,
0: Wichita State, SMU, yeah, right.
1: Okay, like I'm sure people would have been pissed that they had to watch Josh Allen and Terry McLaurin play pin the tail on the donkey. I I got it. I understand that. But you know what? Like, them be the breaks. You want everything on ESPN. You know, you want everything where everybody can find it. Right. Well, and you and you want everything on cable TV and not just on these, um, uh, you know, these isolated digital pay per view networks, you know, you're going to have to deal with some of this shit stuff. Shut up.
0: I thought you were getting ready to say something else I there. almost did. Maddie was Maddie had his finger on the button. <laughs> I almost uh, did. Case in point, you mentioned Duke Carolina. They play Saturday, 6.30. That means for guys like our man Larry Russell, don't try to t- text Larry between 6 and maybe 9 o'clock on Saturday night. Our girl Melissa that listens uh, from Utah. Yep gigantic Carolina fan, fan. that game is scheduled to tip at 630. So ESPN, incredible doubleheader Saturday. I mean, incredible. So, so happy that my lacrosse game is 12 noon to broadcast Saturday. You know why? Because I want to get home, okay, on that 25 degree day. I know Kelly's not going to want to go outside and pitch at all in the afternoon on Saturday. Mm. At four o'clock, Pedro's pitching himself right down on the couch or at my desk in my office. Just don't pitch 10. Nah, that never happens anymore. <laughs> Purdue and Indiana at 4 and Duke and Carolina at 630. Do not try to contact me unless you're doing it on social media and I'm interacting with you because I will be in front of the TV set for two incredible matchups. Wait but a second, you're par-
1: not going to be at the Senior Bowl like Ron?
0: No, I can watch that on tape. <laughs> I I tape that and then I go back and break it down, uh, compare it to a couple the notes that I get from a couple of scouting friends, one collegiately, one in the NFL that go to that. Um, is that
1: is that like the uh, scouting they, version of the sharks? <laughs> yeah. They they'll do they, they call in off the coast of Cambodia.
0: They give me some some notes like, hey, watch this particular. Person right. without giving away some of their trade secrets. Right. Just say, hey, watch him, really impressed, yada yada type thing. Um, Tyson Badgant. I saw his dad. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you see the video of yes. his dad? His dad's like a uh, like a power, uh, what do they call the um, arm wrestler? Arm like a 28-time arm wrestling yes. cha- Did you see what he did to Pelissero? Yes. On NFL Network? It was that great. was hilarious. Halluc- it's great and, TV. First of all, the dad, like Super cool in terms of personnel. Like he was he was he was taking command was. of the entire vi- like he was doing great. They should hire him. I'll tell you I what. I guarantee you they will
0: hire him. I'll tell you what. Tyson Badge is gonna get drafted. From Shepard. Might get drafted on the second day. Late second day, certainly early third day. Could he take command here? He has the tools to play quarterback in the National Football League.
1: How do you how, all right, let me ask you this. Okay, first I, I'm of all, being totally serious. How, okay, first of all, how many Shepherd games have you watched
0: uh, over the last couple of years? How on the internet, a couple. Why? I mean, there's Why? five bazillion okay, but, games. But wait a minute. First of all, lots of connections here. Okay, DeWan Neal, who was in camp, obviously okay, with Washington. Right. That's he, your guy from Southern High. Played at Shepherd. Right. And Chauncey Winbush, their athletic director for several years, was assistant athletic director at the Naval Academy. Okay. So I have direct interest in their program. I got you. I Plus. Got you. Plus, they compete for the Division II National Championship sure. every year. And over the last two years, you've recognized a player like Badgett who's got legitimate talent. So you you go watch, even if you don't sit down and watch all four quarters of a game, you go watch games against good right. teams. So you watch them against good competition, and you're like, okay, well, that guy looks the part. Well, now he goes down here in front of NFL scouts playing against other Division I players in the wide receiver Uh, quarterback, DB-type drills, and you see a guy that clearly can deliver the football, and by all accounts, by all accounts from people who have been there this week, he's been by far, and and again, again, Ben Standing uh, quantified this for Kevin, too, when he joined him. Um, Kevin had a terrific 7.30 to 8.30 this morning, Wes Jr., then Ben Standing. I would urge you to go back and listen to both of those uh, on the uh, on the Rewind uh, on the website or uh, rewinding on the Odyssey app. Um, those were two really good, informative interviews. Wes Unsell was great uh, with Kevin uh, this morning. So, But by all metrics, Badgett has been clearly the best guy. They have not had the best quarterbacks they've ever had there, though. This has not been a great senior bowl for high-octane first-day picks, except for who? Everybody? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My guy, Mr. Schmitz. Okay. John he's going to be a first-round pick. Somebody was saying yesterday, there was a guy on Twitter, oh, Washington should pick him in the second round. Sorry, he's not going to be there in the second round. Yeah. He's not going to be there Weipler in the second round. from
1: uh, Ohio State might be,
0: though. Yep. Whipler, be. Weipler? Weipler? Could be. Um, I want Schmitz. What, what,
1: what was that? <laughs> Did I just hear, like, yeah. a hon- Oh, Oh, there it is. <laughs> Is that Elmo? Oh, yes. oh, this is Elmo? I knew it was Elmo. This is oh, Elmo's version of John Jacob Jingle Hunt. John ah! Wait a second, this is important. John no. Jacob John he, is he is the center
0: for the, seen the seen commanders. When They'll pick him in the, the done, draft. He'll, he'll play for all 10 all more and years, and Washington Jacob will win the Super Bowl.
1: That a boy, Elmo? Out a boy. I saw a Barney version. You gotta get me that. It came up when I, when I when I when I typed his name. There are Bar- so many Bar- versions of Barney song. and Baby Bop and oh. and, and and BJ. Hey. Oh, hey oh. Rooster! You oh. know, John Jacob Jingleheimer <laughs> Schmitz. He's gonna be a setter <laughs> for Washington. <laughs> All right. So what's the guy's name? Jo- the 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 real dude. You like the that football Barney? B- you
0: like that Barney, Matt?
1: Look <laughs> at that. The real football player's name is John Michael Schmitz. John Michael Schmitz. So of course the song is John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt's, right? Yes. So I hope people enjoy this bit like I <laughs> I enjoy it. I don't know how my possessed warped mind came up with this and, and the idea. Imagine if Ron actually does draft oh him. Oh my God. I am going to He's I'm be going our to guy kill you people with Every version that Matt can find we're gonna, of John Jacob Jingle. If they Lider, Schmitz. draft Schmitz,
0: we're going to have Schmitz on every week. I I don't care if I have to pay him out of my own pocket. Whoa. Okay. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Maybe I
0: can pay him in donuts. <laughs> <or> something. <When? laughs> I'll be like John.
1: We'll send you a dozen donuts. A when when Pete hops over to Ashburn uh, because they're scouring him, uh, scouting him on LinkedIn. Three, uh, three uh, employees. And he pops in for his afternoon scouting session. He's gonna bring some donuts to John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt's. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> guy. My three, guy.
0: Three Washington Commanders employee. We're up to three now who have checked it out on LinkedIn. So yeah, look, as I said Wait, um, is John Jacob
1: Jingleheimer Schmidt's one of them? He's not a member of the
0: Commanders yet. <laughs> okay. We want him to be though. If they want to improve their football team. Oh. If they want to improve their football team, they'll take him. And I would have no problem <sighs> taking him at sixteen, in particular because I believe Skoronsky from Northwestern's gone. Right. Um
1: and and Paris Johnson's probably gone.
0: Yeah, the Ohio and, and, State tackle. And, and and with what I need on the offensive line, Skoronsky to me, if somehow he's there, you have to take him because the value's too good. And then you sort out your tackle position later between uh, the the people you have in house. But other than that, I probably go Schmitz next. Um, in terms of what a what I need and b what kind of quality I think he'd bring. Uh, to my offensive line, am I ready to make? Am, am I ready to say he's Tyler Linderbaum from last year from Iowa? It's close. It's really close. I, I, Linderbaum is the ten to twelve year prototypical center. Um, you know that that Kelsey type that just sticks there forever. Um, you know he'll be a staple in Baltimore for ten or twelve years. Kelsey, whatever. by
1: the way, was a sixth round pick. Back How great when, is that? Back when I used to really grind it for the Senior Bowl mm-hmm. and the pre draft process. I loved him coming out of Cincinnati. I don't know why. I argued. I know I wrote something, Twitter, some column somewhere that nobody read. Take, take Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. That, that guy. He looks like because I think it was during the Mike Shanahan era, and you know, like I thought I saw yeah, athletic, well, Mike would have been you know, here at the you know, time. I, I yeah. saw an athletic center that you know could you know run in and zone and, and you know on tape whatever. I, I'm not saying I thought he would turn out to be this good. But he's really good, and he's part of why that Eagles offensive line is much more prepared to handle the Kansas City Chiefs' defensive line and pass rush. Yeah, sure. Not to say that you know, Lane well, Johnson, Johnson's it. banged up, but, and, and, and not but to say that they'll of, shut him out. But, because
0: of all the veterans they have yeah. on that line, there's less likely to be a communication error yeah. that causes a potential problem, yeah, yeah, yeah. sack, or anything like yeah. that. And I think all those little detailed things come into yeah. it, which is why – that position is so important. We saw that with Washington this past season yeah. because of the revolving door due to injuries. The last two years. Yeah, no, it's true. And 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 look, when Rouillet plays, yeah. he's good. He's really good. He's good. Tyler Page. Larson, when he plays – they just don't play. He, they just don't play. I mean, they're always hurt.
1: You can't count on availability, them. availability, man. I mean, you know, like somehow we took like a a, a kind of windy path here from the Pro Bowl games to college hoops to to John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt's to, uh, to 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 the Super Bowl. But that's what this show gives you. It's a little smorgasbord of sports. Um, real quickly before we hit the break, did you see the two main NBA games last night? Um, look. Cle- Cleveland blowing okay. out Memphis and Cleveland's here on Monday Stop night. Stop right
0: there. Yeah. Okay. Who was one of the main culprits in the Shannon Sharp incident? Oh yeah. Out in LA.
1: How big like that guy now can't stay away from like the frying pan. Dylan. Dylan Brooks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What did
0: Dylan Brooks do last night, Chris? Please tell the audience if that debt may not. Well, have he seen got it.
1: he got into a mini brawl with uh, uh with um uh, Donovan Mitchell. Could
0: you can you tell the people what happened though to precipitate that scuffle? Okay,
1: so the what I saw and maybe I saw the wrong thing. Dylan Brooks just drove to the hole and got tangled up, went down underneath the basket, sort of to the side. And what I saw was Donovan Mitchell fire the basketball at Dylan Brooks. Now, what I couldn't tell from the countless times I watched the video was what Dylan Brooks did in between that to incite that. Oh, um, let me let me inform you. Uh-huh. Did um, he kick him in the? He,
0: yeah, he. he okay. He, yeah.
1: I I wasn't sure if I I thought as I saw Eddie, that, but I didn't Eddie want said to. As
0: Coming to America at the start, yeah. he kicked. I,
1: I wasn't sure if I saw that right because my eyes were bugging out last night when I watched that video a couple of times. So I wasn't sure. So I can't – I mean, if, if that's what happened, which I, I I thought may have happened, I can't kill Donovan and, Mitchell. As you Mitchell said
0: me, afterwards, it's not the first yeah, time.
1: Right. Listen, if you kick me in the onions, I like you and all. I'm going to throw this hot cup of coffee on your bald head.
0: Bill Raftery would have said it.
1: Onions, onions
0: would have been great, but I that's, should have tied that in. You know, but still, I mean, you know, Dylan Brooks, maybe one of those, maybe Dylan Brooks, trying to get into that like Pat Beverly class of, you know, I'm gonna get on, I'm gonna get under my opponent's skin. I'm gonna net a world peace. Yeah, I mean, kinda, I'm gonna be a distraction to them. Yeah. Um, you know, type thing. Uh, because look, I mean, Memphis is a, Memphis is a title contending club. There's no doubt about it. Right. And maybe there, maybe he's trying to be that Draymond Green type guy. That is a pain in the rear end of the other team. Sometimes all of those guys, Artest took it too far. Beverly takes it too far. You know, uh, in this case, Brooks maybe of late taking it uh, a little bit too far in terms of, you know, being a tough guy out there uh, for Memphis and maybe a somewhat of a protector at times for Ja Morant uh, mm-hmm. as well. So um, that and Giannis, Giannis and Luca, seemingly whichever guy is playing uh, of late. Uh, one guy's trying to go for fifty. I mean, it's it's just insane. Luca, the way Lucas played over the last month and a half has been ridiculous. Uh, Giannis, now I think it's three times he's had fifty in the last eleven games. So that's that's big time performance. I had
1: that game on the entire time. I cannot tell you I was watching it like super closely. Mm-hmm. At times I was. I. That game was incredible from the not only the comeback for the Bucks, but if you watch the first four or five minutes of that game and then shut it off and you found out that Giannis scored 54 points, the first four or five minutes of that game, he looked basically like the 11th man off the bench. He was bricking free throws, turning the ball over, missing his first couple of shots. Then you just go to sleep and wake up and you go, what? What? No, no that can't be right. Giannis, scored 54. What? Huh? How? I'm telling you, if you watch the first four or five minutes of that game, there's no chance you would have thought Giannis would score 54 last night. And that's how good he is. With the Rock, without the Rock, shooting to the basket at the free... And he missed a bunch of free throws. I saw him miss... uh, I shouldn't say a bunch. I saw him miss five free throws, I think it was, at least four. Maybe it was five. He could have had 60. He could have had 60 if he was better at the free throw line. It was unbelievable. It was ridiculous. And the Clippers, to blow that lead, yes, granted, on the road against a very good team... Their offense was dread, dreadful down the stretch. They looked like a junior varsity team, a junior varsity, or maybe like, you know, I don't know, a really bad college team. What's a really bad college team, Pete? You know that stuff more than me.
0: Mm, Columbia.
1: Okay. They they looked like Columbia. There you go. That's what they looked like down the stretch. And that's with Kawhi Leonard, and that's with um, – uh, who else am I forgetting? Paul George. Uh, Paul George, and and uh, the big center who fouled out and was very upset and just kept bitching and moaning and screaming. By the way, let me ask you and, this and whining let about a good call.
0: Let me ask you this: yeah. LeBron James, sixty-three points away from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's yeah. record. He's
1: going to break it at home Tuesday night. You don't think he's gonna, had... you don't think he's going to go for sixty-three tomorrow night at New Orleans? Uh if I'm if I'm the Lakers and LeBron. I pull him at 60. <laughs> so he can do it Yeah, Tuesday so he night. can do it at home on TNT in front of the home crowd. I do not let him get 63 at o- Oklahoma City, in City nondescript half-empty 10 building. o'clock TNT yeah. start on I know. Tuesday night, I know. which but sucks. It, but. Uh, but it's a nondescript... Halfway filled building that nobody cares about anything. Like they're too drunk on 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 hurricanes to care about anything. You can't let them break the record. Interesting uh, to know tomorrow night.
0: The next night, Washington hosts Charlotte, where you can get tickets for as low as nine dollars. Lowest ticket right now for that Oklahoma City LA game, two fifty (laughs) four. It's just a just a little bit of a different game. Not not surprised out there. NFL news and notes. One not so good. One pretty obvious. We'll touch on those when we return, and one of those names could could at least pique interest of Commander's Brass. We'll talk about that next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Derek Carr participated in last night's proceedings. Had a funny line. <laughs> Talked about, yeah. That's guess. That's why I'm not
1: going to be back in Vegas. Um, Says he's not going to extend his, yeah. that. Deadline I don't think, that, I, and I don't think there's
0: any need to. Yeah. I, I, but the divorce there was imminent. Oh yeah. So the the question ultimately becomes, and when you look at all of these quarterback lists of, in terms of name recognition. I'll call it that. In terms of name recognition, there are some names on that list. Oh hell yeah. Okay? Washington, of course, is one of the more intriguing quarterback potential destinations. Do they go with the youngster Hal? Do they bring in someone to compete with him? Do they go in a completely different direction in terms of a backup instead of the known commodity and trying to re-sign a guy like Taylor Heineke? Uh, if they re-sign Heineke... Is that a distraction to a guy like Sam Howell as a young quarterback? Maybe he struggles the first couple of games mm-hmm. and the crowd starts chanting, Hi, Nikki, hi, Nikki, as they have been known right. to do here in D.C. So the quarterback room here in Washington and the urgency to win right away for Ron and his group this year makes them an intriguing quarterback. Team surveying the landscape yeah. here. Yeah. Carr would clearly be one of the guys that you would investigate. Ultimately, though, when you look around, you know, there's gonna be a lot of suitors, I think, for Derek Carr. Teams that Is are even- there?
1: See, that's what I don't know because like if 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 teams know they can get him as a free agent because they've gotta whack him in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Why would you trade anything for him unless again you are the Washington Commanders like last year with Carson Wentz, where everyone knew the Colts were going to whack question Carson Wentz? question It
0: becomes is
1: when do the Raiders have to do it? Do they have to do it? Like I think it's February. I think it's February fifteenth. Fifteenth, and then the next, like they have to make the, the the way the agent did the contract. Most of that stuff, like where you get a huge balloon guarantee, is like third day of the league year, fifth day of the league, league year. League year
0: is March 15th. So right. the,
1: the way the agent did this contract was very creative. I don't remember seeing this where the Raiders have to make that decision basically a month before, and clearly they're not making the decision to pay him. But every everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes is whether you can find a desperate team, i.e. a sucker, i.e. the commanders from last year, where everyone knows Derek Carr is very likely to get whacked because the Raiders aren't going to pay him, and they have to cut him if they can't trade him. But you say, no, 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 guys, 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 let me trade you two third-round picks just so I can control the derby, and so he can't tell me no. The difference is Derek Carr not only has that in his favor, but for Derek Carr... He has a no-trade clause in his favor. And that's also what's going to hurt the Raiders,
0: too. Right, right, right. Because the right team
1: that Derek Carr wants to go to has to come forward, has to pay compensation, and has to win his heart. Meaning, if if Ron and—oh, wait a second. Uh, They don't have an offensive coordinator, do they? Uh, they're still trying to fill that not void. Not currently. Yeah. Uh, maybe Ron will find. They have a l- quarterback's coach. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, who might be the offensive coordinator? R- Ron might find the offensive coordinator in-, in the bottom of the cup on the ATL. Right, well, let me. Let me okay. Let's, but, but they
0: don't. Let's rewind the calendar a year. This exact time last year, yeah. you hypothesized in advance, not knowing that the move was imminent, yeah. that you said you wanted Washington to stay away from Carson Wentz. You... At all costs. You were proven correct.
1: Uh, I never thought they would trade for him. I I meant... Here's the ridiculous part of it. Pete, I I meant as a free agent.
0: Oh, I, I understand. That's and a, then you they want doubled down and, and made that, it worse. 100%. So you were proven correct in that aspect. Now, in this case, to me, if they release Carr, I at least call the agent and say, Hey, what are you being offered out correct. there? If... If they're not getting what they're looking for and you you can get into it at a number that seems logical and not overpay, I at least have to entertain the conversation with my hierarchy, with my receivers. I call Terry McLaurin on the phone. Hey, what sure. do you think? What do you think we do? You know, what do you think about bringing that player in here? But it has to be only at a responsible cost because you overpaid for 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 nothing. You right. gave away compensation for nothing last year.
1: What's a responsible cost in your eyes? Again, now, you're talking as a free agent. You're not talking about trading for Correct. Him. So the contract is null and void at that point, He's whatever still, he had right. with the Raiders.
0: But isn't he a guy that gets multi-years from somebody? Oh, absolutely. Colts. And I,
1: and I th- Colts. Yeah, absolutely. Titans, Jets, maybe. Colts, Jets. Colts, Jets, <clears throat> Jets, Titans. I think David uh, Derrickar gets $40 million. Over and, how and, many years? At least three, I think he gets a three-year, one hundred twenty million dollar deal minimum. You think Derek Carr's a forty million dollar guy at this age in his career and everything? Yes, in in this market with the way they pay quarterbacks.
0: Yes. Okay,
1: well, if we're paying him forty, Lamar's going to get forty-five. I mean, that's what Lamar thinks he's worth. I mean, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is making 50. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers
0: got a lot of pedigree behind I know, him.
1: I know, but but I mean, Deshaun Watson's son for five years, 230, right? Uh, he hadn't played a game in 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 a year and a half. I understand, but that's, I mean... I, I know that's an anomaly, it's but... an outlier. Listen, maybe it's 35 million as opposed to 40 million? I was going to say
0: somewhere between 30 and 35. You're not... 35 is for the most desperate right, team. Let, let, let me... Like, let, I could see 30, Colts...
1: Really? You I think for see, Derek Carr, He's like 32. It's like 31 or 32. Well, I, I don't think it's a five-year deal. I think it's kind of like one of these two-year, two-to-three-year structures. So we're going to
0: front-load the total money with like a signing bonus. So like on paper, it, on paper mm-hmm. it gets to like 110, but it's only like 60 million guaranteed or 50 million guaranteed.
1: Listen, uh, I, I think if you're his agent... You're looking for at least two years of fully guaranteed money. Now, whether you can get that or not, and
0: because you're talking about that kind of cash, right? There are only certain teams, Chris, that are available in that area for salary cap
1: purposes. Yes. Now so, you can. You can now. Now here here's the cre- the thing that you can obviously do. If say you're the Jets, or say you're the Titans, and you're ready to move on from Tannehill, which I would have never signed Tannehill to the deal they did. That was their fault. Um, say you're the Colts, right, who have been desperate for any kind of stability. You, to me, you can, by sign, you have a blank canvas for Derek Carr, right, because free agent, you didn't trade for him. So what you do is you have that lower cap number, if you will, in year one, if you're you're cap-strapped, i.e. the Jets, for argument's sake. Jets are cap-strapped, though. They are uh, the last time I checked, they were a couple million over, according right. to OverTheCap.com. Somehow they went from 90 million under last year to, like, a couple of million over. I have no idea how that happened. I don't know. I, I'm not smart enough to figure that out, but it happened somehow. Okay? And I also know that some of these projected salary cap numbers never t- – like, the commanders had, like, way more money projected last year, and then by the time the off season came, it was, like, half the money uh, that they – I have no idea how the numbers all work out. But anyway, ju- just – Jets you,
0: you- are – Jets are over by like two three, and a half million $3 million, or million dollars. Okay. Right so now.
1: so say you're the Jets, right? And you need to you need to create about thirty million dollars ish of wiggle room. Teams do it all the time. Like the Saints were like seventy million over last year going into the offseason, and by the time they got to free agency, they were thirty million under. Uh, now, now, how you pay for that down the line by remortgaging all these contracts is how you pay for it. you got to cut a bunch of guys. My point is, is you can find room if you want to. So what you do in this particular case is you wait for Derek Carr to be a free agent. It's long before the actual free agency period and, therefore, the actual league year and trade period can begin, right? So you say, well, I don't know if Lamar is going to get franchise tagged. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded, but here's what I know: Derek Carr is a free agent right now. Derek Carr might not be as good as Aaron Rodgers, but he might be better than Lamar Jackson because he can stay healthy and he's a better natural passer. But he's not quite the dynamic athlete. He's a really great leader. He's great in the clubhouse, all the locker room, all that stuff. Uh, so let let me let me not pay compensation for him to get him. Let me the Raiders are screwed, but let me. Let me see if I can get him on a three-year, $10 million deal, just for argument's sake. And the and you give the agent $70 million fully guaranteed. So essentially he gets two of the three years fully guaranteed. I don't know if that's good enough for Derek Carr. It should be. I don't know if it is. But that's how I would approach it.
0: All right. Well, here's your take. And if
1: I was the commanders, I would approach it that way. Although, I, I honestly, even though Jack Del Rio coached Derek Carr in Oakland, and we can't forget about that connection, I I think it would be I think it would be a mistake for the commanders to spend the kind of money that they tried to spend last year. Never mind the compensation, twenty eight plus million dollars in the hopes that they're right again. I think it would be a mistake to do that in lieu of
0: improving mm. your
1: roster elsewhere.
0: All right, well here's the thing. And you got to look at it from car shopping as well. Bears have the most cap space. They have an insane amount of salary cap space. But right. they have Justin Fields. They've already They also have the top pick in the NFL draft. They've also reportedly
1: decided that Justin Fields is their guy.
0: Right. So that takes them out. Right. Atlanta is next.
1: They need a quarterback, right? You don't
0: know because you don't
1: know if Desmond Ritter is the guy. Okay. You know Marcus Mariota is not the guy. Definitely
0: not. Giants are next.
1: I mean, again. Like Their quarterback's you think, a free agent. You, you think that Daniel Jones is going back. What if Daniel Jones says, I want $45 million a year? I, I, again, we talked about this a week and a half ago. That's the number that was floated. Like his agents want like a four-year $46 million deal. Let me ask you this. If Daniel Jones gets anywhere close to $46 million a year, what is Derek Carr worth?
0: Fifty. Lamar's worth more than fifty. So, I mean, the Jets, even if you don't want to do the Watson deal, if somebody if the Giants or somebody redo you know does the Jones deal at 45 million a year, right? That's insane. That
1: ruins the entire that, market.
0: Patriots yep. next. They've I got mean, some cap space.
1: They do, but I don't see them making that big of a splash with Mac Jones, especially with Bill O'Brien coming out. Then
0: back. comes the team that is the most quarterback needy in the top ten. Because after this team, How about this? You're the Cincinnati Bengals, and right now you head into the offseason 35-plus in the salary cap column. Seattle, Baltimore, San Francisco, and the Raiders finish the top 10. This team is sandwiched in between the ones we've discussed in that one. That's the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. Derek Carr could probably get a lot of money there, but there's no guarantee Derek Carr's going to win right away there.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So maybe as a player he doesn't want to go there, though maybe D'Amico Ryans could talk him into it saying, hey – we're going to get this organization turned around, and I want to build around you because they don't have that position covered right now. So, that's the that's the most logical landing spot in terms of quarterback availability and cap space, but maybe farthest away from winning. So, a, a guy you would like think Der-
1: a younger guy, a would guy, like fit that mold. Carr, right. guy like Derek Carr, guy
0: like Derek Carr, thirty one, thirty two years old, probably not probably not happy about you know. Going to Houston, though, they might be able to offer him the most money. Them in Atlanta, yeah. in that top ten, probably the most logical spots yeah. at this point.
1: One thing we should know, you can turn things around very fast in this. Well,
0: league. you can, definitely. There's no doubt about that. 301-230-0980. Derek Carr's a name that's certainly going to float out there uh, for Washington. We know, Ron, or we at least hope, Ron, and this group is desperate to win and win bigger in 2023. Because that's what Jason Wright said it yesterday uh, uh, to, uh, to uh, WTOP Radio, saying he even acknowledged now 90% of this is winning football games. The other 10% is what they're doing on the business side to support that. But winning on the field right now is the number one most important thing. So the team president even now is angling that spotlight on rock and run and the football side of the organization. Well,
1: one great former just, president tried to say the same thing and got laughed off the stage.
0: Just just saying that's what he said they, yesterday. They
1: still haven't done it since then.
0: 301-230-0980. Are the you field. in, out? Derek Carr any interest in the veteran quarterback whatsoever? He's going to be one of the bigger jewels of this quarterback offseason for teams that are searching for that category. Chris has a look at what's trending.
1: Indeed, he talked about Derek Carr, the Vegas Raiders quarterback participating at the NFL Pro Bowl games at the Raiders practice facility in uh, or just outside of Las Vegas last night said extending that February 15th trigger date on his contract would not be in his best interest. So it doesn't look like he's going to do that. Of course, that's the date that the Raiders would have $40 million in guarantees kicked in. So most people believe by Valentine's Day, Derek Carr will be a free agent unless a team is willing to trade for him. Uh, Some of the commanders, of course, participating, Tressway, Terry McLaurin in the Pro Bowl games, uh, a new production for the NFL, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Meanwhile, the Capitals off for a while. That's because the NHL All-Star break is here. Alex Ovechkin is going to be celebrated with a new documentary uh, in conjunction with ESPN. Uh, and uh, other media outlets, and then the NHL All-Star Game tomorrow afternoon, the Senior Bowl tomorrow afternoon in Mobile, Alabama. And how about this? As we mentioned earlier this hour, LeBron James just continues to move a little bit closer. Now 63 points away. From the great Kareem Abdul Jabbar, after last night's 26 point performance and a 112 111 win for the Lakers over the Indiana Pacers, he's on track to break it Tuesday night at Los Angeles and at their home arena. And that's what's trending.
0: If you're going to watch the Wizards, stick around after the show. Rick Russell will be on the stage. You know why? You know what he's going to say, Chris Russell?
1: Larry gonna, Hoover.
0: He's going to say, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover. Ah, uh, I like it. You get great entertainment if you're going to the Wiz in Portland tonight. Not only do you get Dame Versus <clears throat> Kuzma, KP, and Beale. Wait, what's the name again? Damien Lillard. It's dame time. We, Linda, we try, Linda, it's dame time. We
1: try, and be hu- we try and be humorous on this show. We don't try and be cool and something that we're not. We try and be authentic. I'm sorry. I just want to smash Ian Rappaport's face every time he says Snoop Hundley. I, ju- <laughs> I, just, I just, I just want to kill him. He's just you know? trying to
0: help his agent build a brand for oh a backup quarterback.
1: Oh my god! He's trying well, to get him it... to the Pro Bowl for God's sakes. I mean, just... I mean hopefully he throws more touchdowns in and, and darts than he than he did on the field. I mean, you
0: can't. That's just not, you know, how he ended up there. I have no idea. But you know what? He did okay in those little skill competitions.
1: Yeah. Damian Lillard in town tonight to try yes. and derail the Washington now, Wizards.
0: Now, the question's going to be ultimately will the players stick around to watch Rick Ross afterwards? And I think the question overwhelmingly is
1: yes. And we should have asked any uh audio of that uh the other day. I don't know if he well, even knows Well, they were getting ready to they were yeah. they were going to Detroit. Right, first. they were in Detroit, I think. I don't yeah, even know if but he I knows mean, you know, that that's I, I have no idea what players pay attention to in terms of like, oh, I'm sure you know, they the knew events and pl- I'm sure they calendar. knew Rick Ross was coming so? up on Friday. And ja Rule. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have been to a couple of those concerts, uh, actually one. I skipped out on the last one when we had a sweet night uh, in mid-November because uh, I don't know something was going on. Um, it, it did. I mean, the one thing I would caution people, it, it's obviously a great addition to your ticket. You get a nice show afterwards. You do have to allow probably for about 25 or so minutes after the game's conclusion. So they can set so up that they can minimum. Get, you know, everything kind of set up and, and plugged in and, you know, all that stuff, right? I mean, it just does take some time. So – like if you're going tonight, go. It's windy as hell out there. Forty mile
0: an hour gust by the yeah, night. It's so.
1: it's pretty cold. I mean, it is not going to be pleasant. Stay warm. Do whatever you gotta do to stay warm as long as it's legal. But just, you know, listen, just built in, built built in, build in uh probably an extra hour or so that you're going to be in the arena if your plan is to stay for the entire concert and an hour might be light.
0: Let's take a quick call. Let's go to line three. Let's get Jordan and Clinton in here on Derek Carr. What's up, Jordan?
1: Good morning. Good morning. Um, hey, I just wanted to give my take. Hey guys. I just wanted to give my take and just, I don't want no parts of this dude.
0: I want us to go down with our own ship, which is how and get a backup veteran that, doesn't have the name Heineke and draft a quarterback maybe in the second round. Um, that's my take, brother. Derek, or Jordan, rather appreciate it. We'll get to more of your calls on it this is, coming up.
1: It's Michael Jordan day. So it, it's it is Michael Jordan day. So it's kind of fitting
0: day. that our first caller would be Jordan. Absolutely. Um, by the way, they were asking a great question on TV. This is where we've come to in February when there's no football game this week.
1: As opposed to, should the Cowboys
0: fire Mike McCarthy?
1: Well, who is Let's a, talk about it.
0: Who is a better in-game dunker? Mike McCarthy!
1: He is an absolute idiot. He's a village idiot. I'm telling you, buy my book. Listen to my Odyssey podcast, but he is an absolute idiot.
0: That, that's like a mixture of uh, Chris Russo and Stephen A. Smith. Not either one, though.
1: I think that was fairly
0: close. Not close.
1: Oh, come on. No. Come on. Not at all. Come on.
0: Not a chance. But I, their, their I... question and my point was... Who's a better in-game dunker, Vince Carter or Michael Jordan? I mean, that's like asking what tastes better, you know, chocolate or chocolate fudge. They're both great. They're both great in their own right. Touchdown at 10 is next. Derek Carr basically said he's not extending the time. He knows he's leaving the Raiders. Washington is certainly one of the quarterback appetites out there. Would you want them to bring him in here? or no for 2023. We'll talk about it next in Touchdown at 10 on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.